Welcome back once again, listeners, to Fate's Rest. The last time, we did some things. Guys, take it away. I was hoping somebody else would go first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> last time, a snowy forest was on fire, and it's not really supposed to do that. So we went there, and there was this elemental fox lady... And we had to help fix that by taking a shrine maiden to her and like ma they made a pact or something. Um, and they're like, solve that problem and we went back home. Yeah, <laughs> basically. She's like, cool, you made a pact with me. Now go find my seven siblings. And we're like, awesome. Goodbye. And then we left. And that, 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 that's about it. That's what we did. <laughs> More or less. Sounds the important well. bits, at least. The important bits. Oh, yeah, and I guess, you know, if we don't form these packs with people or whatever, then, you know, like, the whole world is going to be in chaos or something. But, you know, that's kind of an unimportant uh, tag. Yeah. There at the I, I, I still say if we at least get 50% of them done then we can become gods like the other gods and just you know go on about our way <laughs> do half the work and leave it for someone rest of I it mean they, they already did it once <laughs> I can I can't even imagine Callie as a as a god like because of how she feels towards god she would be insufferable to all the other gods like, at this point, I have no reason to back down from you. Bring it. She'd be like the one that all the mortals favor because uh, she has your back. You know. Literally interferes in everything. Yeah, it's like it's like a god will be like, hey, everything. you have to find the mystical flower of hope or whatever to save your family and the person's like well can you tell me where it is and the god's like this is a journey you must go on yourself and then Callie pops in and she's like um exactly 23 miles to the north and two miles east from you right now we'll be like cool and they'll just go <laughs> it shows up underneath your couch cushions <laughs> we need to find the holy grail and it's underneath the couch cushion <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we left off with the three of you returning to uh, the the gatekeeper's tavern, and as you walk into the tavern this time, it's empty. There's it seems if you look out the windows of the tavern, it's dark. It doesn't seem like there's anyone there, and he sits behind the counter. Oh, so there's no one there except the gatekeeper. Got it. Okay. I thought he was gone Correct. too. There's no, so there's no random people in there anymore. Ah, so you have made it back. I'm trying to remember the question that Yulby was in the middle of asking Callie. <laughs> It's like, hmm, there was something. What did you fail, or something what do you very mean you Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, what did you mess up? How'd you mess up? What'd you fail on? Just, like, looks at Yulby, glances at this gatekeeper guy, looks back at Yulby, just, you were there. I, I, Palov and, and Decker... And not being able to stop him. Oh, he stopped. I don't know how that stops you from being a dragon again. Because it's my fault that Decker was able to get out in the first place. So what was the mission? Just stop. Stop. Yeah, correct my mistake. Put him back. Instead, he claimed the life of my friend. 
And, you know, gods aren't exactly known for being understanding and merciful, so... <sighs> and she says this as she fixes her eyes on this gatekeeper guy. Oh, you'll be just gonna hop up and sit on the bar stool. Start patting the bar top. <laughs> Would you like something to drink, little one? time I was here was pretty good. Pours a, pours a pint of ale and sets it in, in front of Yulby. Yeah, yeah, she'll take it. So I do think uh, Zug would kind of have a little bit of a twitch after that little conversation and gonna walk over to the bar and uh, I'll think I'll take one as well. He does the same for, for Zug. Kelly is... She's walked over to stand near the bar, but she hasn't taken a seat. <clears throat> I told the three of you I would answer any question you had. And I keep to my promises. So, ask your questions. How, how any of an any question are we allowed to ask? Because there's always strings. Any question you want. Oh, any I got question one. question you want. I got one. What is the best bread recipe out there? That depends on what universe you're in. Uh, my personal favorite is pita bread. Well, that would be for this universe, and that's your opinion. What about for mine? Apparently, if they're all different things out there. Well, what is your favorite type of bread? Because that would be your the best bread. In your Do you opinion. mean you don't know her favorite type of bread? I took it to mean you know everything. <laughs> well. Considering Miss Eelby here has not tried all of the different types of bread, I will not know what her favorite is until she tries them all. Well, what about my favorite right now out of the ones I do know? Probably banana bread. Ah, nuts. <laughs> yes, banana bread with nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would snap his fingers and ten different types of bread would appear on the counter in front of Yulby. Because these are the, the, the best bread recipes from ten different universes. Try one and see which ones you like. And you can literally whatever type of bread you want to pick. <laughs> yeah, Yulby will snack on some bread while uh, everyone else comes up with questions. She's like, ooh, best day ever. It's awful lot of grains in that one. Not like she cares. She <laughs> wanna eat it. She works it off. You know how much we run around? Fair. Fuck it. She can eat bread all she wants. <laughs> if you are gatekeeper, then you are the one that has the information I need to finish what I started. Uh, Palov told me you would point me in the right direction. Palov. Yes. That one is very, very intelligent for his Was. race. No, is. I can still sense his life force. Um, well, I'm assuming you, you're seeking to completely stop the calamity or uh, 
revert what hmm. revert the mistake and he puts air quotes the mistake you made at this point I think we're well past that it's just the calamity we need to worry about though it kind of appears that if you only halfway fix it you get awarded godhood so there's that that was not my doing. I am... Uh, what's the words for this? Uh, I am a subcontractor for this universe. <laughs> I'm not originally from here. Um, I was sought out to help bring the elemental spirits or eternals, the elemental eternals, to this plane or a version of them to this plane to create the world seed and Leviathan put restrictions on what I could do to interfere Callie just looks annoyed I think you'll be just pushes away some pumpernickel bread like oh god I hate this <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've successfully answered the question no one asked about why you're here or who you are. You've yet to answer my question. To finish what you started, a new world seed must be created, and it needs to be created correctly this time. The Calamity, and I'll explain this a little bit, the Calamity was a... a hmm... It's corrupted divine energy created by one person bonding with all eight spirits to create the world seed at once. It is half of, it's essentially half of the power of the, the maker god you all call Leviathan. In order to defeat it, you, it must be hmm. the seed must be created correctly which means each spirit must be uh, made packs with their, their fated chosen and then their magic combined through their hosts or their pact keepers to create the seed properly well, the other one doesn't like, uh, doesn't agree with your assessment of the creator god. Considering I am older than Leviathan, I'm pretty sure it's not an assessment. I'm just, it just he doesn't believe what you're saying as well. Um, saying there. So what you're saying is if we want to prevent the calamity we first must find these what six remaining fated individuals and despite whatever their will is uh, force them to form pact bonds with these creatures. So this is different. You do not have to force them. Uh, they do not everyone has a choice right but to choose not to would be to accept certain doom so I don't know that that's so much a choice if well if the fated chosen decides not to make the pact then the the beast the spirit must choose a new person does that make sense? Or choose a, a different way to do this. Uh, how do I put this? There are some people who can make multiple packs. It's completely dependent on their personality and their, their lineage. It's a whole thing. Um, and this does not take away this person's freedom. All the pack does is give a, give them extra power in exchange for a favor. It's the same as 
a uh, a warlock asking for power from a god or a uh, fey, whatever. It's same as a paladin or a cleric getting receiving power from a god. It's it's they're not they can do whatever they please so long as when this pact or when the, when the when the beast or spirit asks for their help, they help in whatever way they can. Well, my understanding with all of those you mentioned earlier for packs is generally their strings attached. Sometimes literally. Well, we have a pact holder right here. Tell me, do you feel restricted or confined by this pact? She's just going to fix him with a flat look. Not presently. Uh, have you even heard uh, little Frinos talk to you yet? No, but I imagine it'll happen at some point. Eventually. But he's also the hardest of all of them to please. So if he is not asking you constantly already, because he will talk your ear off, uh, that means he has more respect for your power than he does his own. That wasn't. So you may not even you may not even have to fulfill any pact obligations. Just show up wherever you want to go. That wasn't necessarily the point I was trying to make with the forcing. If, say, that shrine maiden we met didn't want to be attached to this elemental, would she have had a choice, really? If we find another on our journey that does not want the power of an elemental, does not want the pact, what do we do then? Well, if they do not want the pact, and none of you want the pact, if they if it is offered, uh, then the spirits will, either, until its time is up, will either one, hide itself away, or two, search for someone else it deems worthy. There's like a, a twitch of annoyance at the edge of Kelly's eye. A little flick of her tail. Yulvi will offer a crouton. <laughs> <laughs> to Kelly. <laughs> she'll, she'll take it. Just be holding it for a moment and just... If these... Crunch. Elementals can hide themselves away and subdue themselves, then why don't they? Because then the purse, the people that are supposed to find them will never find so them. So they're causing chaos just to be found? Some of them, yes. Some of them don't have a choice. They're, um, the, the, the lady you met, uh, when... The pact was broken. The previous pact was broken. Her powers went haywire. Mm. And it caused her power to flip-flop. Instead of being ice, she was fire. Uh, Frynos, he woke up and started searching. Yes, well, his search was about to kind kill an entire village. He's pretty big. I understand that. That's He's... These beasts don't have, uh, some of them don't have, uh, what's that? They don't have a sense of self-size. They don't, they don't know how big they are compared to mortals. Another twitch of the tail. She crunches the crouton. It's garlic butter. That's why she shared it. It was pretty damn tasty. <laughs> 
So, uh, not knowing the size of the mortals around you does sound familiar to other powerful creatures of the world. Power, size, whatever adjective you wish to use. Now, I was raised in a cave. I just want to make sure that's apparent if I'm using the words wrong. You've contradicted yourself, gatekeeper. And I'm starting to wonder if you'll actually be of any help to us at all. Oh. Said if the pact, that the fated pact maker does not want the pact, then the elemental can simply put themselves to sleep, unless they can't. Okay, so if they can't, they'll start searching. But searching can result in widespread death and chaos so really there isn't a choice for the pact maker there's a choice for the pact maker if they're willing to accept may not be a choice for death and chaos as the result of their decision some people aren't that nice you know I tell you what I am no longer tethered to this world in the since I was before so if a, a spirit beast or an elemental or whichever one it is um, if their pact keeper decides not to take the pact I will personally come in and remove the beast well, we need him for the egg. I can handle that part. Well, I got a, I got a new question. As you said mm-hmm. somebody can hold multiple. Sometimes they can. What? How? How is that person? How do? How would they be able to do that? So, the last instance I remember was the person was what's called a. Kalistar, I believe is how it's pronounced. Someone of two souls. That makes any sense. Yobi just kind of makes a squinky face and like trying to understand what that means. What? What if you just have a really big soul <laughs> instead of two? It is possible. So long as you are not a. Uh, eternal or an immortal yourself anyone could theoretically make a pact with them you see what happens when an immortal uh, makes a pact with them calamity ensues what happens if you already have a pact and you become immortal Uh, then the pact hmm, you know I've never I don't think I've ever seen that happen so I don't know All right, there's uh, some knowledge even I don't know another thought then what about demigods you are mortal Um, well, you could possibly, in fact, looking at this, if the spirit deemed any of you worthy, you could possibly hold more than one. Oh, that lady totally turned Callie down. (laughs) That one is very particular about everything. She has a thing about regret and um, uh, a couple of other things. So if she senses regret in someone's heart, she immediately disqualifies them from being worthy. And she will never tell you that. Are there any other questions? Looks around at the three of them. 
Uh, well, the the other one has a question. Yes. His understanding is that uh, you get rewarded for making half-ass moves. And he's asking, why do they expect us to fix their mess? Or why do they expect somebody else to do it when they should fix it themselves? The primordial gods, only two of them are currently active in the world. Um, One of them doesn't really care if the world ends or not. She's just that kind of person. So she won't fix it if she can have fun. Uh, Leviathan doesn't think he did anything wrong, nor will he try to fix it himself. I mean, I think if your lack of action causes the world to be destroyed, that's definitely uh, doing something wrong. Yes, Leviathan is very conceited. I think that's the word. One of the ascended, then. As, as the as for the ascended, the ascended were the surviving heroes that were pulled from all wakes of the world to try and stop the calamity. Uh, they were chosen by different countries and worlds and all kinds of stuff because this affected the calamity affects a lot of things I have been able to lock it down to just this world with the gates but the ascended were able to seal it away at the cost of about 80% of their power and during the time it was sealed to now uh, one of the ascended has been working directly with the people I work for I truly work for which are the fates uh, trying to find a way to stop the calamity without reverting the world to what it was before the world seed was created if that that you know thinking about that that doesn't it's an odd thing to try to do why does he you know what i don't think jack is the smartest person of the group but that's what he was doing well at least he's doing something the others don't seem to be doing too much This is very true. Uh, I think the others are just trying to make people's lives comfortable because they don't think they can stop the calamity. Right, so send us three to do it. I actually am the one who chose you three. While Jack was searching with the fates to find a scenario that would work a very interesting uh, occurrence happened the three people standing in front of me here you three here are blank spots in the the fabric of fate Uh, you three will make your own fate there is no no definite future for any of you. It is up to you to make it. So, I figured if I was to pull the three of you together in some way or another with Harlequin's help, um, that maybe the three of you could do something that no one else has been able to. And I had to do this without Leviathan finding out I was interfering. 
Hmm. I think he'll be like puts down one of the bread she was munching. Well, she's got through like a bit of it. Well, I have an idea why it might be a blank spot. Yeah, apparently I'm not supposed to kind of be here. I'm not entirely sure of all the things because it's very confusing. But she like she she makes a face and like trying to figure out how she wants to word it. You you know all the things, or you you say you know most of all the things because there's some things you don't even know. But maybe you don't know because it hasn't happened, so there's no answer to be known about it. She shrugs a little bit. Um. But. Dizzy Jack was telling me that Ira's my mom. Or is he just playing tricks? No. Ira is your mother. Hmm. But in. In stories and stuff, she's she's been dead for forever. This is correct. Well, I can't have been born twenty something years ago when she's been dead forever. Which means you don't remember the first few years of your life. No, who this... who does? <laughs> that, is, that is fair. That is a very fair point. When Ira found out she was going to have a child, she came here to my tavern and hid for three months. Time flows differently here. It is a nexus point. This this tavern is a nexus point for all the different dimensions and realms and planes and times anyone from any time can step through that door and they can leave back at it where they came unless they have a key and I can send them to a different time and place well I sent Ira away for the remaining six months of her pregnancy to a world in which she lived with her with your father for two years and then she returned filling a pool to this world to Terra and that is when she died and to the people of Terra, she never left. When that door closed, a few years passed, three I think, three or so years passed in the world where you and your father were. And uh, you somehow made it back through the gate. And you didn't even step here you went straight through to Terra. And 2,000 years had passed. And that is when you showed up on the fabric of fate. As a black spot. So I think at the mention of 2,000 years, Zuck's going to kind of uh, cough, probably spit a little bit of the ale. Are you all right there? I... I didn't think that uh, that cave was that old, or at least that portion of it. Also, the other one is very upset at the news. Yes, well, I would imagine he would be. Magic plays tricks on everyone. It plays tricks on time and everything is this world needs a reset in my opinion Leviathan should never have interfered with it 
and now I don't know I do not know what fate has in store for this world anymore here's this maybe ask go ahead <laughs> sorry <laughs> um maybe ask Jack on why he wants it to continue to be as is without resetting it all uh, I do not know what is going through Jack's head but he has a profane love for the people of this world and I think he thinks resetting the world will uh, hurt the people in some way would it not? I honestly do not know it's every every single world is different I've seen the fate reset a world and nothing changed it just continued on from that point forward I've seen it reset and it life starts new all the way from the beginning of time I have two other questions I can think of possibly three um Earlier you mentioned that this seed needed to be made correctly, and in order to make it correctly, we first need to bind all the elementals to their fated, or whatever. What's the next step? The next step is to gather those fated in a location important to the magic of the world. Um, there are, I know of three locations that act as... Uh, focal points for magic in this world one of them is the great tree where the calamity is slightly sealed yes that tree seems to be its life force seems to be fading uh, there are there's one out in the middle of the ocean which would probably be a pain to get to but that one's up to you and the other one is in the desert. Right. And that one seems to be moving, so I don't I don't know what that's it about. It would have been lovely to know that we need to tell them to meet up with us before we left one of them behind. Uh the the pack beasts can talk to each other. Right. Fine then. Um, there were. Whenever we saw the world seed, and you'll be evidently ate it, there were three people there who said they were. They had awoken? Who were they? Yes. Those were three of the heroes that fell during the sealing of the calamity. They were overtaken by its darkness and were uh, forced into its will. One of them seemed to welcome it completely, like it was the power was the greatest thing he had ever dealt with. The other two died and it took them. Where are they now? Where are they now? Um, it seems they are still within the confines of the Terminus Mountains. He's like, looks like he's almost looking at the ceiling. Uh, I can get faint signals from that area, so that's where they're, where I am sensing that magic from. There's a moment where Kelly kind of mulls this information over. And then there's a little bit of like a like a spark in her eye. She looks at him and just Well, assuming you know everything, what are their weaknesses? 
<laughs> he smiles. So well. I can tell you now, the uh, the swordsman is severely nearsighted. So if you hit him at range, he will never see you coming. The other two, I don't know much about them. She raises both eyebrows. You can ask their friends, right? Uh, Sorry. They, one, the one that was casting magic didn't didn't have magic before, from what I understand, from what I have been told. Um, and as for the little one, I would suggest taking care of the other two first, as she alone is trouble enough for two of your groups, as you are now. Does she have a weakness? I, as far as I know, no. Wonderful. I do know that uh, she was also a demigod. As for her parentage, that is something I have never been able to disertain. Sounds like the northern bits of this world give away demigod status like it's candy. There are worlds where the, the, the gods and mortals have more children amongst the two of them than you will ever know. It's kind of scary. They have whole camps. It's insane. Would those three be friends of the Ascended? At one time, yes, they were. So we can ask Jack. This Jack got all the answers. They were his companions. He would know a lot. Well, you also claim to know a lot, and you don't know. I, I was, again restricted by Leviathan until recently. I am so trying to catch up. Also, a lot is very different than all. <laughs> You'll be sneakers. <laughs> Do any of you have any more questions? Callie will look at her companions. Uh, well... The other one kind of has a question. Oh. Well, it's kind of multi-fold. That's okay. First off, I personally would like to get him out of my head. Uh, well... There is a way that can be achieved, but I don't think he would like it too much. Oh, uh, no, no, he definitely says not, he would not like that. But, if he were to be, I guess the people he saw kind of freaked him out. The people he saw. Just to see ah, the state that the they were in. remaining Celestials. Yes, uh, that was, what is that one's name? That was, uh, Le Leviathan's Child's doing. I do not, I have not made much contact with them. Ira was, like, her sister, and she blamed the Celestials for Ira's death. Callie has a very flat, like, very sarcastic expression on her face, and she crosses her arms and just, oh, wow, so all of the terrible things are the gods doing. I'm so surprised. You are not wrong. Most of the gods in this world were once mortal, and they are very petty. 
they are? I hadn't noticed. For example, uh, that little furball in charge of the forests, she's extremely petty. But she's also placed too many pranks. And he looks around as if she's like nearby. Are your eyes broken? No, she just likes to pop up randomly. I might get showered with itching powder or my my tail might shrink. I don't I don't know. She's she plays games a lot. Well, knowing some of the elders from my tribe back home, I imagine what uh, near limitless life would make one really care about the things that they hold dear. So I could see them being significantly more so than most others would be. If uh, any of you think of any other questions you would like to ask me, I will, I will put a door wherever it is needed. Uh, I can point you in the direction of where you could head next to find the next spirit. But other than that, you are free to stay for the night in the tavern. Oh, um, actually, I have one question that doesn't have a lot of bearing, but if no one else has anything. She's just going to pull out that dragon egg shaped thing that has a fairy stone inside of it and hold it up just what precisely does the stone inside of this do whatever he, he opens the, he takes the egg and opens it and it, as he touches it it shines all kinds of different colors of magic this is it's a essentially whatever the user imagine it imagines it can do the uh, the one who wielded this she's another one of the lost heroes that luckily did not get taken by the calamity but she could wield the power of imagination hmm. well that makes it more useful than I previously thought thank you She'll reach to take it back. He hands it to her. Uh, so would my dad still be alive over wherever we lived before? Well, your dad is actually in this world. And he's very much alive. Cool. Does <laughs> you'll be not know how to take that? Nice. <laughs> Like, wait, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> she just assumed dead as well. Can you send him a letter that says hi? Going to fix the world. I can do that. That is that is fair. Okay. I'll deal with that later. Gotta look at Zug. Do we still have that map? before oh yeah the so silver doesn't remember what the map was but I do remember that I, I thought it was a map of like the continent the map, but so I thought it was a map of the continent I don't know what the like medium uh, of set it's an enchanted That's what uh, I'm saying. it's an enchanted like chart it's an actual paper map okay that works then. So he's gonna pull the, I guess the, the map, where he had it in his uh, bag. Kelly will take this map. She's gonna lay it out on the bar, and she's gonna pull out a quill and offer it to uh, the gatekeeper. Just if you would mark places on this map where we can find both elementals and faded it'd be nice to have a direction I can tell you where the elementals are they will have to tell you where the faded are um, and 
He's like, this map won't do. And he touches it, and then the continent kind of shrinks a little bit, and it ends up turning into like a world map. That's better. And he marks marks some locations. Uh, there is a uh, location in the islands down south where uh, Callie is from. There is a location in the mountains where Zug is from. Oh, definitely not liking that one. <laughs> I love that he pinch zoomed the paper map. <laughs> <laughs> he is all powerful. <laughs> Uh, I need to pull up a map because I don't remember. Well, we can write this off as he circles all the things, and then you can just yeah. circle the things on on the map that we have. That, that's that's perfect. I'll do that. <laughs> as, uh, not only does he know how to pinch a zoom, he also knows how to press and make, uh, <laughs> make markers. And I think each time he marks it, it changes to a different color to mark to to symbolize what kind of elemental it's supposed to be there. He changes the pin exactly. color so we know which elemental we're going <laughs> to. And you will you will notice there are two out in the islands. There are three on the main continent. And then there's one still in uh, Terminus, actually. There is one in Terminus, which is the continent up there. And the uh, the map that you were given, or that he, he modified, has a full layout map of the inside of the Terminus Mountains, the area where you were before. The forest, where the city should be, and stuff like that that you found. So, uh, possibly dumb question. Can we now zoom in, or whatever you did there, to see in better detail? If you have the like right the spell, of what yes. You did? Otherwise, no. Well, it's going to be a little awkward to navigate when we get, you know, close to He's like, just points at one randomly. When we get close to that one, it's going to be kind of hard to navigate. We'll get good at magic. Uh, well. Well, I need to know what spell it is first. Points to the mostly all-knowing man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the most the most knowing man, really. I do not have the materials to teach you here. However, this first location that I will open the door to, there is a man there that can teach you these things. And since Decker has been dealt with, he should be awake. Okay, that was cryptic and unhelpful thank you um you can open a door to anywhere yes as long as there a door is there there is a door there i can open a door to it i'm sorry say that one more time as long as there is a door there i can open a door to it right and you said if we had a question you could place a door anywhere yes so if you need me that stone I sh you showed me just uh, say gatekeeper I have a question and I will open a door right there wonderful and she like gestures at the map with like a sweeping gesture and just so we could be sent to each of these places and simply return here and be sent to the next one that is correct he's like oh god I'm regretting something <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, I tell you what. He digs through a pouch he has on his side, and he pulls out this black obsidian key, and he sets it on the counter in front of you. This key will return you to the tavern from any door you put it in. I only give this to people that uh, can be trusted with this power. And since you are on a mission given by me, then I will trust you. Callie will smile and take it. Do not abuse oh, the power. So we're not even going to use gee hack. 
<laughs> Wait. Key. Oh. Key hack. It's basically our Google, which is gatekeeper. I have a question. <laughs> This this is our world's Google, and you just got rid of it by giving us keys. <laughs> I was like, great, we now no longer have Google at the palm of our hand. Wait, did you put three keys out or just one? <coughs> just one. Okay. Oh, one key. Yeah, Kelly will take it. Our holder of the Google also holds the key. Before before letting you take the key, his hand is on it. Do not abuse this power. You, you don't have to worry about that. I'm not a god. I will. Well, I will not let the door open if you are not in danger or your task is not finished for that particular location. Right. So don't rely on you if we need something simple and inconsequential like a warm place to sleep. Got it. Things like that should be of your own responsibility I suppose but I can give you aid if you are in danger uh, if I feel that you need my help I will open the door myself without you even having to use the key but other than that this is your key to return to this tavern at any time Well, I suppose that's really all I can ask for, considering. The first location I will send you to, if you so choose to leave now or stay the night and take advantage of our bathhouse and full complement meals and very well... Uh, very well stocked bedrooms is an island that you young lady and he looks at Callie are very familiar with she scowls at the term young lady (laughs) (laughs) you'll be able to just like look at Callie and snicker and just be like he just called me little one get over it I would like a room. Yes, please. Yes, I'm just glad we're not going to my tribe's lands first. Uh, I don't think we. it's probably not the best. Had we not been going to my island, I might have requested that we do. There, uh, I left some unfinished business behind. I'd like to finish up first. If uh, that is all, I will... Uh have the ghost here, and he'll point at the ghost that's been standing not far off of the bar from where they were this, almost this entire time, and he will make your dinners if you so choose and uh, uh, escort you to your rooms. Or show you where your rooms are, I should say. I do think food and then sleep is what I was on my menu. Oh yeah, you're just gonna pack up like all the bread except for <laughs> pumpernickel. We like snacks for later, cause there's only so much bread she could eat. You, I think before the gatekeeper walks away, he'll be like, "You are very appreciative of food." And he walks. Give me one second. He walks through the doors into the kitchen. It comes back out with a falafel sandwich. And sets it on the plate in front of Yulby. I think you'll enjoy this. Oh, heck yes, you will. (laughs) Do you even have to bother with ordering dinner? Got this cool sandwich. Oh, she's set. (laughs) And he disappears through a doorway. Completely vanishes through a doorway. As he walks away. Awesome. I'm not entirely sure about Callie's order. It's going to be a tea and then something with meat. Like, kind of like a steak or like 
stir fry that has I don't really know. <laughs> I think the ghost would nod. He says tea and meat and he brings this massive like uh, 24 ounce T-bone steak with some potatoes. <laughs> sets it there. And then a glass of tea. <laughs> She seems somewhat unamused, so, but it's as a, fine. As a... <laughs> I think Zug would ask for uh, some of that uh, lizard chicken and surprise him with how <laughs> more ale and more ale. By the way, that <laughs> ale tastes like your favorite drink in the world. So it tastes like ale. <laughs> 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 your favorite brand <laughs> and uh, for Zug he would uh, go into the kitchen after a few minutes he'd come back out with eight pieces of what looks like fried chicken and a big old pint of ale alright I think at that point we you know we eat our meals and go to our rooms and sleep. I don't have a whole lot that Callie would want to say to the team right now. Unless you guys have something. No. Not really. Um, I feel like you we would try flipping a coin just to see if Jack would appear. I'm flip a coin to see if Jack will appear? I think when the coin uh, when the coin lands that is where we'll stop for this episode. <laughs> that nice ding sound. Yep. Alright, let's do the thing. <sighs> and here is the startup of a really terrible joke. A demigod, a cursed non-dragon, and whatever the heck is going on with Zug walk into a bar and talk to this really annoying barkeep who decides to uh, let everybody know that they need to rate and review the episode. Uh, we like uh, five stars. Uh, let us know what we're doing good, what we're doing bad. Uh, definitely, we welcome the feedback. Yeah, give us five stars for your five-star review of what you think is one-star material. You just wrote it really well, so it, like, it has its own... <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's obviously how it works. Yeah, obviously. Win-win all around. Great job with your review. Give us five star Give us five stars for that like seamless transition. <laughs> and I use that in the loosest possible way I could possibly imagine. Oh man. Um after you're done reviewing us and rating yourself five stars, of course. Uh Hop on over to our Discord. It's linked down below. Come talk to us. We we'll want to talk to you. People share pictures of cats. They talk about how their day is going and what other sort of nonsense. We even have a topic of the week kind of thing that you'll hear in a minute. And we can chat about that. Just just come and chat with us. We'd love to see you. Or you could check out our socials at Fates Rest on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and you'll you'll see little tidbits of I don't fucking know something. Hmm? Have fun, do it, check it out, like it. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, I will leave you with the topic of the week. And this week is uh, gods and their BS. We want to hear about those times where trying to get an answer from an immortal being, such as a god or a deity, and they kind of beat around the bush and don't really give you the answer. Oh, I got one to add on text. Since Yulvi's a demigod, what about this week? Some of them, if they don't feel like that, just ask Yulvi in the uh, Discord. Oh, there we go. A question and see how she answers it. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, yes. Wonderful. And, and, and her answers would be like the half <laughs> level of like the god <laughs> answers. It's only, it's only half nonsense. 
Yeah. It's half feet around the bush nonsense no, and half actual information. Half feet around, around the bush, half bush nonsense Basically. and half you'll be nonsense. <laughs> or what if half of you'll be's nonsense is already that oh, god, god nonsense showing? <laughs> <laughs> it just means her god powers are opening doors. Think about that for a second. <laughs> like, do you think you'll be oh. the goddess of doors? Oh, that'd be fun. That this openings and closings. I feel right. like I feel like the the gatekeeper probably uh owes her something. Then he's got a lot of doors going on here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Start taking a toll. Yeah, it's a it's a rather open and shut religion. Oh man. And with that, as always. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.